All right, welcome back. Uh, technical file, another week. We're down a, down a person, but we're going to give y'all our usual high-energy show. We're going to be here, man. Start the show. The best damn sports podcast, period. And the one that you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I, I was going to ride it on Natives, but I'll do it on the way out. Hey, yo. <laughs> um, I'm DRJ. Only known as. DRJ. Not joining us this week is Camille. Uh, point guard crew, real life Tifa Lockhart, girl next door. Uh, Holding it down. down. For all the women that love sports. There you go. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24 7. We're better known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. All right. Uh, sports fact of the week August 14th, 1959. Magic Johnson was born. So happy birthday. Hey, hey Magic. Big Herb. <clears throat> happy birthday. EJ. Can't look at that man the same after a winning time. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. His he enjoyed escapades. his lunch. His, I was going to say, his Ooh. escapades in the uh, crack house. Like, Dog. My man was in a prom suit. <laughs> <laughs> Munching. Munching. Going. And he enjoyed lunch. Bon appetit. <laughs> he came with his own fork and knife that night. <laughs> <laughs> he flapped the bed. Like, the bed. <laughs> that's the sheet. The Gotta tuck it in. <laughs> that's, that's wild. That is wild. Anywho. Oh, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> Still the goat, goat point guard? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right. Absolutely. Every time I see... I mean, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Every time I see highlights of the past, and I, I know this they came later, cold. but I just think... I always hear Globetrotter music in the background, bro. <laughs> Globetrotter music. <laughs> <laughs> he was willing to deal it, but I just hear the, the Globetrotter whistle in the background. This man started at center, bro. Bro, put up numbers, bro. All right, better Rookie question. Year. Go Laker. Ooh, that's hard, bro. No, no, don't don't do that now. Why, why are you ducking? That's difficult. You know you done thought about it. <laughs> that's difficult. How many times you done thought about this? I've thought about it. I mean, if it came down to it, it have to be Kareem. Really? I would say, if it came down to it, hmm. like if if I had no other choice. But you have a choice. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard, bro. We got you got Magic, you got Kobe, you got Shaq, you mm -hmm. got Kareem, you got Will. It's too many, bro. Wes is too many, bro. Baylor. Wait, think. Come on now. Well, actually, like that's actually topical because like uh, somebody posted that thing like who would you remove and Shaq said he would have to take himself out. It was like mm -hmm. him, oh, Kareem, yeah. Kobe, LeBron. Because people people Fuck responded damn, and they're like, you, you gotta take LeBron, LeBron out. LeBron ain't a legend of the Lakers yet. Like he a legend of the league, but I mean, but he won a chip. A chip, like how many did the rest of the people oh, in yeah. that picture win? I get like, it. I get it. That's like wild, it's not like they're gonna retire number six for LeBron in <laughs> LA. Like at least not right now. Well, yeah. Nah. And give us one more. I mean, obviously, it's getting retired regardless. regardless but yeah. that's why usually, like somebody get you one, they usually get their jersey up there. But who, who, who else? 
give me a minute. I, I can't oh, tell yeah. you an answer right now. I'm gonna have to come back back around <laughs> with that. It's, it's different with the Lakers. Like if it's like Dirk Nowitzki gets you one, like yeah, yeah because he was different. there for 20 years. Yeah. But like LeBron's mm-hmm. been there for four years. But that's what I'm saying. Like they missed the playoffs team. twice. Got eliminated in the first round the other time, and oh, then they won the title. So it's right. like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. it's not like I'm not even throwing shade. No, I'm no, just no, saying like right. he hasn't really like he accomplished the highest, but like as far as longevity is concerned, like he hasn't really yeah. done it. Will Kawhi get his jersey hung in Toronto? Hell no. Nah. You don't think so? They gonna give him a pat on the back and say thank you. <laughs> like, I'll be surprised if they. That's the only one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's the only one they got, and they know they hired a mercenary. They might. Hey, they got what they paid for, though. They did, because that motherfucker the, from the bounce, yeah. bro, the rest of the playoffs, that damn bounce that he had in, in Philly carried mm-hmm. the rest of the playoffs. Hey. Every shot he took just had that shooter's damn touch yeah, on it. Already, it was wild. They've already reissued number two for um, in Toronto, so they're not retiring that. Retiring that. Not yet. I mean, he's still in the league. They ain't gonna think about that while he's But active. I mean, like, even if somebody leaves, like, they're not, like nobody else is getting number zero in Oklahoma City. Already? Russ is still in the league. Already? I mean, you know, they did that early. I'm just saying, like, nobody, <laughs> they're not going to do that because they know, like, Russ, when he's done playing, like, he's going to retire as a Thunder a thunder player. Yeah. Because that's where he's most beloved at. Hmm. KD, on the other hand, like. <laughs> what can he go? Where is his home? <laughs> he has no home. <laughs> he keeps burning bridges. Exactly. I don't know. KD has no home. Oh, boy. His, his high his school home? in uh, the DMV? College. Yeah. Damn, that's, a, that's his home. Damn, like although he was only there for a year. Well, yeah, 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 he was well, one of That's wild. He need that nigga. His barbershop needs to be this nigga. <laughs> no, relax, sir. <laughs> hey, ain't my fault, nigga. Wait, oh, that money nigga got, bro. <laughs> but um, brush. do we do the TGN stuff first or the game? TGN, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't forget to watch our second show, Overtime. It's uh, exclusive. In audio form to the Good News Radio app. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also catch it on YouTube. YouTube. Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 5.30 Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you support us and the Good News. Bring you all this high fire content. Fire. Bring you the Good News. Fire. There you go. <laughs> Wait, y'all don't do the jingle anymore? Fire. Oh, the good news. Oh, oh well, okay. Oh, one, <laughs> two, three. Like, you have to count it out hey, now. Oh, one, one, then a two. <laughs> Are y'all really not going to do it? No, right? we're going to fuck it up already. Exactly. Um, the game in these name, we got a couple of options in here, but before we get to those, anybody do their homework this week? School start tomorrow. School, school, oh, starting all school start on Thursday. All damn month, it seemed like. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. I, there's so many people I went to high school with that got kids starting high school this year. You know what I'm Starting high school? Damn. Yeah. I said start K5. I thought I was doing something. <laughs> 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 He's on <my> high school. <laughs> I mean, obviously, those the ones that started early. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's crazy that my contemporaries. Oh, yeah. I said that the other day. I'm like, dude. It's kids that weren't even born when I graduated high school that are in high school now. Yeah. That's nuts. That's some wild shit. It's only going to keep getting worse. Ah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so some options that we have are actors that have appeared in Marvel films, NBA players born outside of the U.S., uh, NFL coaches current, which actually we'll save that. I'm going to give you all a heads up this time. It won't be a pop quiz. When we do our NFL preview, we're going to do who we coach for. So Okay. okay. But- Make sure you start studying. <clears throat> I know you won't, so. Yeah. 
Tune in for that. Um, cities with at least three major pro sports teams. That means across the NBA, NFL, NHL, and Major League Baseball. And Heisman Trophy winners. Oh, and also Celtics players. Why the fuck we got Celtics players? Anyways. Um, major sports team cities. So cities that have at least three major pro sports teams. And there ain't no cheating like all oh, Green Bay counts as Milwaukee. No. <laughs> that no. city has to have at least three teams. They call that place okay. home. I shit only got two. Um, okay. Yeah, we can do that. That's fine. I mean, we can do it. We can say it's two Like if, it, if you want to make it easier. Nah, uh, three should be fine. All right. We can go to a different round, different day. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm cool. <clears throat> you picked it, so you start us off. So we go Tim. Ken, myself, mm-hmm. uh, if you're new here, the game that needs a name <laughs> gives us each five seconds to name off uh, something that applies to the topic. This week it is cities with at least three pre- major pro sports teams. Um, if you don't get it within five seconds or you get an answer, if you give an answer that is incorrect, you are eliminated and we'll keep going until everybody is, uh, until we have a winner. All right, let's do this. Uh, Los Angeles. Um, Boston. New York. Atlanta. Miami, Chicago, Minneapolis. Oh shit! Um, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Fuck. I think what? they do. Yeah, yeah. No, they do. I mean, you took a while. It took but, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna give them that one. We're gonna give them that one. Uh, Denver. Like, God damn. Well, I'm on now. Houston. Because I can't think of those. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Uh, Seattle. Damn you. <laughs> I'm out. Hey. Hey. Yeah, right, I'm a winner. Damn, I should have said Detroit. Yeah. yeah. It's so. Co- Never mind, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> In the D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we can get to we can get to the sports then. All right. So Camille's not here this week, so we're gonna. This, that sounded bad. I was about to say, we're going to treat it like a holiday. It is not a holiday. It's not a holiday. Get well soon, Camille. But we Absolutely. will treat it like a holiday episode where we'll each take turns picking topics to discuss. Um, we will go in tech order, although this week is T-E-K. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tim, kick, kick us off. Uh, let's get into, you know what? It's been a while and I've been anticipating this, so let's get into some football right away. I'm just saying. I know we we got some teams, we got some training camps, we got some preseason practices, we got all kind of stuff going on. We got backups, people are overhyping and not hyping up enough. <laughs> Things of that nature. So, <clears throat> since we'll kick it off, uh, got a little bit on Green Bay, on GB, you know, the G-Man thing. Things like that. Uh, biggest thing for me that I've wanted to look at in training camp is how our receivers would start. Well, three things. How our defense turn out? How will the rookie receivers be looking? And... Oh. Well, just those two. Yeah. Those two. I had a third one, but it's going. Anyways. Um, so, of the two, the defense has been, from what I've heard, and the little flashes I've seen from the backups, has been phenomenal. Like this defense may be I'm, I can't wait to see our first string defense play live football, bro. Like I am excited for the, the way that this defense is supposed to be stacked up at every single level. Like 
we're supposed to be able to run through cats and that's that's just not from playing internal games and no i'm not taking into consideration the uh preseason game with the third and fourth stringers but i'm talking about also today <clears throat> was a joint practice uh with the saints and word on the street from uh some of the local reporters there it was that our defense was running up and through the Saints offense they was giving them hella issues they was constantly collapsing the pocket they said they was blanketing the wide receivers across the board they said Rizal, Doug Rizal Douglas was talking big shit I mean like and they put it in there big shit <laughs> <laughs> and I quote right like I mean if that's a, that's what we doing our top three corners and that's is they're teaching our young wide receivers like this is what we you're not gonna face those type of three corners every single week so iron sharpens iron you know we'll, we'll go with that but yeah, i saw like a report not a report but like i saw somebody from training camp practice like mm -hmm. uh was dubs mm -hmm. romeo romeo dobbs yep dobbs dubs whatever his name is. um i'll learn it um like he was getting off and then jair alexander was like i took that personally so like he went like he basically shut him down it's like and like to your point it's like yeah you're going against an all pro that has an axe to grind like this is really getting you ready for the regular season so right. like if the toughest uh defense that you face all year is gonna be in practice like that's that can only make you better and that's what i'm hoping translates uh because we gonna need <laughs> them young wide receivers at least one of them mm -hmm. to kind of flourish this year and that young still is amari rogers as well uh, uh i think i just found like it popped up the tweet i think you were referencing it is from matt schneidman mm-hmm says Packers defense just put on an absolute clinic against the Saints offense. Pocket collapsing repeatedly. Tight coverage all over. Razul Douglas is talking an incredible amount of shit. Just <laughs> a preposterous amount. Preposterous. Sean <laughs> Davis caps the period with a pick six of quarterback in book. So. <laughs> preposterous. They said on a the very first play. preposterous amount of shit. That, that's a title. <laughs> that is. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we'll see if Camille let it fly. Yeah. I, I was kind of seeing some of the other like kind of reports that was coming out, and mm -hmm. they were saying like very like very first play they said uh, Dobbs had, um, was it who's over there? Uh, Lattimore mm -hmm. shook him, took off on him. They was like they had him out the gate. I was like, oh okay. But then Rogers had a report coming out with like, hey, they dropping passes and shit. <laughs> I need them to step up, figuring out they running the wrong routes. <laughs> <laughs> I just need these young cats to step up. Like, if you're going to be dropping passes, and I guess he threw one of the dobs. Okay. And he said he felt like it was the best throw he had all day. Mm -hmm. And he dropped it. Mm. So he like, hey, y'all ain't going to be out here dropping shit and playing. Right. <laughs> like, if the ones that's not dropping, the one he like, you ain't been in the right spot, but then the guy behind you is in the right spot. Mm -hmm. He going to play, not you. Yeah. Which fair enough like whether that's a vet whether that's a young guy mm -hmm. it should be that way like i've been on teams where there's been favoritism for coaches but then i feel like in green bay there is a aura of we bet we need whoever the best player is mm -hmm. on that field now like we're not training nobody we're not in the rebuilding mode we're not in the midway where we kind of like oh we can kind of float here a little bit on mm -hmm. our defense we need the best guys but on offense we kind of you know, start figuring it out. No, we're not there. We're on both sides of the ball, outside of wide receiver. Mm -hmm. We we good. Yeah, they, they're starting to get players back too. Like they, what, three or four of their key players they mm -hmm. just activated from the 
pup with. So with the Jenkins, Tanyan. And Watson. Watson. So Watson immediately started getting reps from Rogers. <clears throat> and he was just talking about how smart he is and things like that. But he started getting reps right away. Having Tanyan back and Jenkins came back early. Mm. But having them three, so now we got our top tight end. Mm-hmm. Now we got our top draft pick at, on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then now we have our top offensive lineman not named Bakhtiari. Which you don't even know what you're going to get from him, so you might as well just say they top offensive lineman. And Jenkins played everywhere, so he was like our most versatile too. So having him back oh, kind of solidifies, wherever you put him, solidifies that side of the line with the help of the guys that's coming back from last year and things of that nature. So we're, we're working our way back in. Like if we can get Bakhtiari back before the season, mm-hmm. boy, that's going to be, we'll be straight. And we'll be a deep-ass squad. And I'm liking everything I'm hearing out of Green Bay, regardless of how y'all feel about Jordan Love after his first preseason game. I didn't think he did bad. I didn't think he did bad. I mean, with Jordan Love, it's different. People have different (coughs) opinions. Like, on one hand, people are like, oh, he's a bust. He sucked. He he had three interceptions. On the other hand, there's people kind of like me, where I'm like, all right, Two of the three interceptions wasn't his fault. And based off of what Matt LaFleur was saying, the third interception really wasn't his fault either because two receivers ran the wrong route, mm-hmm. including the one he threw it to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the first interception was hit off of my man's chest. Pop five right in the air. Mm-hmm. Three defenders around him. They caught it, picked it off. Cool. Mm-hmm. Second interception was right in Dobbs' hands. Mm-hmm. Corner took it out his hands on the way down. Mm-hmm. Not his fault. Yeah. So now you're saying he got three picks and you look at the stat line, you were like, oh, damn, he only he had it. 200 yards and a touchdown and three picks like mm-hmm. look like shit yeah. when in actuality that's not the case so mm-hmm. just that. looking at the stat sheet doesn't say Jordan Love sucked like he actually didn't look bad he had, he had some overthrows don't get me wrong it was some some placement issues mm-hmm. first game <laughs> first preseason game uh, was it like I think it's this third had some jitters third or fourth but I give you that like, that's kind of what I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt is the fact that he didn't have a rookie year at all mm-hmm then his second year in the league was really his rookie year, so he was trying to figure everything out more of an accelerated pace because it was still coming out of the COVID protocols, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so now you have his third year here where he's finally had a full preseason mm-hmm. and everything. That's wishful thinking, Mr. Mr. Sparks. And the oh, comments talk about wide receiver will be at the downfall. Well, they said there's no issue with Cobb, Lazard, or Watkins. So the vets are fine. It's just the well, I mean, that like additional right. person we need to start stepping mm-hmm. up. Is that, and I mean, like vets, that's, I was gonna say that's a given. Like yeah. it should be that way. Like the vets, at least, and like this is the analogy I always make for basketball. It's like people are like, "Oh, why does Bud play?" You know, insert random vet X, and it's like because they keep shit moving. Like mm-hmm. if you have somebody that causes, like somebody young come in and causes a catastrophic failure, <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't fucked up everything, right? But like. A player being in the right place and knowing what to do and like being able to contribute in ways that don't necessarily pop off the screen to you as a fan, mm-hmm. like that shit is important to to uh, to coaches because it's like okay, I know I can at least put them out there. Like your point about Rogers is like if the person behind you knows where they need to be, mm-hmm. they're gonna play because like I need right. to be able to rely on it. Like it's all it's all about trust. Mm-hmm. So as these people as these young kids come along like mm-hmm. they're gonna earn the trust by learning like where they need to be and what they need to do if shit breaks down yeah. and, you know like <laughs> uh-huh. hey secure the ball as you're going to the ground and don't let somebody come out and rip it you know like those types of things will happen like as they gain experience right mm-hmm. which is like fair. the talent is there and they have these vets that can kind of be a stopgap until they're up to speed which is why I'm not really tripping about our wire receivers like as long as we have 
Lazard is still considered young for one. And he's a vet on a young vet on this squad that Rodgers has no choice but to trust now. And he's showing they said he's been showing up and showing out too. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with our wide receiver room. I just want to see the progress from the rookies. There's more pressure on the rookies more than anything to be that next guy up because we don't know what Lazard's future going to look like. Mm-hmm. So Cobb is getting older and Watkins is here for a year. So we need somebody. We need them to kind of accelerate their learning quickly. <laughs> but there's no knock on none of them. It's just there's higher. There's a higher bar, and it's not their fault, but they just got to reach it. All right, well, we spent and don't be hating, nice- Dwayne, bro. Don't be here to hate, bro. <laughs> Is that who they played week one? I uh, played Vikes. Who y'all play week one? Who the Vikings? Who the, who the Packers play week one? I thought we played. Okay. I thought you. Okay. No. Nope. You got anything on your team like while we're talking um, about preseason football? Yeah, the only thing that I got out of this preseason, um, well, Chicago the first Bulls. preseason. I mean, Chicago Bears. Yeah. Um, Bears. Was um, Trevor Trevor our backup quarterback Trevor Simeon actually looked really nice. Oh, uh, uh, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get the words out. <laughs> uh, we talking about Trevor Simeon. Hey, he I looked hear you. good. He looked good as a backup. Um, Fields. I mean, he only, well, I was gonna say, what does that say about Fields? If that's what no, because Fields he was Fields was super limited. Like they only let him throw like six, seven times. Mm. And out of the six, I think he was like four for seven, something like that. Okay, he had a run. You know, he do he he was doing what he does. He should be lighting up the third stringers. I, they 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 wouldn't let him they wouldn't let him do nothing. He's limited. They said he's gonna be limited for the for the remainder of the preseason. So, like limited in like play time call? or limited in yeah. like they're not gonna let him run plays and shit. I have no. They just said that he's gonna oh, be that's limited. A, that's that bear shit. He's gonna be limited. <laughs> Start throwing words out there. Hey. Like I ain't gonna believe it. They say he's gonna be limited for the remainder of the play. <laughs> he limited. Yeah. Okay, cool. Packers Vikings week one. Packers Vikings. Oh. That- Boy, Kirk Cousins is gonna be running for his life. And Packers Bears week two. Hey, let's go. Packers Bucks week three. Ooh. Damn, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be Damn, a good one. Patriots week four. That they out the gate. Yeah, boy. That's gonna be a good one. I think we got a dub on three out of four, maybe four out of four. And then they get a cakewalk. <laughs> they got the Giants week five. And then the Saquon Giants. is God looking damn. nice. Saquon. He finally. I'm. I got like there are certain players that I be having like hoop dreams for. Like, I just hope that you just have a great career. Like I, it's not saying that I don't wish that on all players, but mm-hmm. you know, there's certain players you're like, bro, bro, been always been nice. Like mm-hmm. I hope Reggie Bush was one of them. Oh, I I love Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush one of my all time favorite. Reggie Bush in college was unreal, bro. Cheat code. Like legit. how you running full speed and stop on a dime and run and opposite run damn opposite direction, way, bro. Like. And pick up where you left off with the speed. It's like you never stop running. Ridiculous, bro. The opposite damn direction. Ridiculous, bro. But and that and that running it back to bringing it back to my point. What player was I talking about? Saquon Barkley. Saquon. I hope that he has a fruitful career and gets back because I mean he had the knee injury and everything Mm -hmm. like that. So he's been kind of trying to come back. And I would hate for him. Same thing for Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. Like. I like players of that ilk. Like to be they, that dumb, yeah. Yeah, and I want them He's to kind of like just see them continue that dominance. Like you've mm-hmm. seen cats like Adrian Peterson and shit like that. That, oh, but that's the, that's, that's the thing that's the thing that's about football is like you can't have all the talent in the world and then you know one injury and that yeah. derails all of every it. yeah everything. Hey, well, Adrian Peterson is like the only one. I was that, gonna say he's like the that came, the, yeah that came back from a what ACL injury right mm-hmm. and was better. He was the one that everybody was like, "That's a fucking miracle." He like, came back what? early and then ran for damn near two thousand yards. Yards, bro. 
Like, real, real life not seen the healing. Like, like real talk. Like unreal. But I mean, you would. I would love to continue to see some players like pick up. Where con- yeah, just kind of continue mm-hmm. that run. Be like, ain't no way you that cold and can't do that in the pros, bro. Like, no, that's gotta translate. Well, that's I mean, like he did to. do it in the yeah, pros. Yeah, he did. Hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because mm-hmm. Saquon was. was nice. Mm-hmm. Saquon Beast. was nice. Thomas, I feel like uh, Michael Thomas is gonna play. I think he's back. At, he's back at practice. Michael Thomas is back at practice. Mm-hmm. So now they have Michael Thomas. They have Olav, the rookie. They have... Uh, shoot, there was another wide receiver that they had. That was like, okay, they, they, they're not bad. The Saints have a pretty decent wide receiver they court. Drivers Landry, didn't I think so. And I'm then James, James is back. So, like, I, don't get me wrong. I don't think the Saints' offense is going to be bad. But if I'm here, what I'm hearing out of Green Bay, boy, <laughs> it don't matter over here. Yeah. We gonna we gonna move on from football before Tim get even more excited. I apologize. I don't. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, where we wanna go? Uh, we can. Okay. Uh, the NBA will retire the number six league wide, honoring the late legendary player and activist Bill Russell. Um, Russell is the first player in NBA history to have his jersey retired across the league. All NBA players will also wear a patch on their right shoulder um, during the 2022-23 season, and every arena's court will display a clover-shaped logo with the number six. Uh, Players already wearing number six, including LeBron James, will continue to be allowed to wear the jersey number, but no new number sixes will be issued. Okay. This is similar to something that that MLB did for Jackie Robinson. Uh, And then Hockey did it, too, for um, Gretzky. Gretzky, yeah. Mm. Um, the, the only thing like I saw how it's gonna look on the Lakers floor, mm-hmm. and it just like, like I saw it and I'm looking at it, I'm like, this feels like so wrong, but like it's blasphemy. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, I understand. But it's like, it feels green. so wrong. Like, why is it there? What the fuck is this? <laughs> but I understand though, and it's it's, it's dope. Yeah, like um, well, oh, yeah, no, well deserves of course. You know what? I understand why it would be a Celtic green, but if we're going to retire it league-wide, couldn't we just put it in all the team's colors league-wide, too? To kind of symbolize, like, across the league, this is it. So every team will honor him and, you know... You could. I'd rather see it in purple. Purple six. I'm sure. Like, plus fans would probably be, like yourself, would be more welcoming to seeing it on the floor Mm -hmm. instead of getting PTSD and having a traumatic experience. (laughs) (laughs) See, like, those things, like, I'm I'm more on board with. It's just, it's like, we we do that for everybody else. Like, not Mm -hmm. everybody else, but, like, we do that. Like, that's an established precedent. And, like, putting it on the floor Mm -hmm. is, like, a step past, like, you know, just a little jersey patch, which is what they typically do. Uh Uh-huh. I no. feel like we already retired too many numbers, like especially the Celtics. Like everybody on the Celtics is like number sixty-seven <laughs> and number fifty-nine and shit, because like they don't have any all the other good numbers. numbers. All the good numbers are taken, basically, and it's like the NBA is still a relatively young league, so like mm-hmm. there aren't that like if you look at football, like football rarely retires numbers. Part of that is because like their rosters are so big, yeah. like, they can't just like take numbers out of circulation. Yeah. But like I think we need to like retire. It's the, it feels like an aggressive step mm. and like mm. I know that um, shout out to Ty Stone World like he's on this crusade where he's like was it you know like you have other great players that have worn number six and right. like this kind of like takes away from their legacy oh, not well, necessarily Dr. Takes, well, like Dr. J was number six yeah. and it's like LeBron was number six yeah. you know like there are great players that have worn number six and mm-hmm. it's like there are so many people that have come behind those players that are like, I wear number six because, because of Bill of Russell, mm-hmm. or I wear number twenty-three because of Michael Jordan. So like, 
as time goes on like you lose the stories of those great players it's just like like if you look at the people that are retired for the Celtics it's like number 24 is like Tommy Heinsohn or something like that and I'm like I don't know like I know Who? him as a, a, a announcer but like I don't know shit about Tom Heinsohn like <laughs> and like if there were way like it just kind of removes them from the conversation or stuff mm-hmm. like you look up at the Raptors be like oh there's that dude you know what I mean like it doesn't yeah. like continue to like celebrate them mm-hmm. On that note, mm-hmm. speaking of lore, like I can understand that because you can kind of continue to build the legend depending on who wears the number. Because if there's multiple players playing wearing 23, we still not thinking about everybody but Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and then if somebody finally puts on 23 that you feel like is beyond that, you be like, man, ain't nobody wore two three like Jordan except for old boy, mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no I, and like I'm, I'm saying like that's that's the point. Or like in European soccer, like number ten is like. Every player wants to wear number ten because of like what that signifies on the, you know like on the team like only the it's reserved for like the best I don't know like the like I know it's reserved for like the best player or the best forward or whatever you know mm-hmm. like when all, all the great goal scorers basically throughout history have worn number ten because of like what it signifies on that team so mm-hmm. like to your point about hockey it's like if nobody else can wear number ninety nine except like it's reserved for. Mm-hmm. The greater great, or like uh, I think number one at the University of Michigan, the football team, like they only give that to like players that stand out. Like they oh. reserve it until it's like, yo, you've earned number one. Okay. Or like '88 in Dallas, like mm-hmm. okay. Michael Irvin only gives like certain permission to people. Yeah, you know, like like yeah. uh, if you're gonna wear my number, like you gotta come correct. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, Dez and mm-hmm. uh, I think C.D. Lamb is '88 yeah. now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like these numbers can like mean more like keeping them in circulation because like keeps the name and keeps the, the legacy legend of the legend going because like mm-hmm. if you just remove it it's just like we we'll talk, no about, talk it later. about it right or it's just <laughs> like how come nobody wears number six oh because of bill russell it's like oh okay and then you know like that's the end of the conversation like maybe they go and look into it but it doesn't i wonder why everybody it's not in six. your face anymore you know what i mean right like, so for your soccer uh number 10 is given to the star playmaker or midfielder there you go. Okay. I knew there was some signif- significance to the number 10 in soccer. So, thank you for that. For sure, for sure. Is it my turn? No, wait, no. it's Ken's turn. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep it basketball. Um, NBA Christmas Day game schedule. Uh, we have the Bucks at the Celtics. Yeah, we do. Um, 76ers at the Knicks. The Suns at the Nuggets. Lakers at the Mavericks. And the Grizzlies at the Warriors. Uh, what games are you guys excited to see? Oh, come on, dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what, what kind of question? Uh, That's like asking you, which, which game are you going to What game you ready to see, kid? Oh, well, you know, uh, the Suns and the Nuggets, maybe. No, but, um, no, of course, Lakers and Bass. The healthy Nuggets versus the Suns. Okay. Though. A better question. Eliminating, like, taking your team, your team off out, of, team. Okay. out of consideration, like, which other games? Like, Look, what's the marquee game in your opinion? Memphis um, and the Warriors. That game is going to be Boy, they going to be yapping. That game going to be lit. <laughs> the, I'm here for that one. And, like, shout out to Memphis. Like, Memphis as a city, as a fan base. Like, yeah. y'all don't, they don't get shine. Like, mm-hmm. it reminds me of, like, the Bucks Milwaukee. finally getting their first. Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas Day game, and for it to be the Warriors and likely to be like the prime time slot, probably mm-hmm. the last game of the night. Well, no, like because they always put that last like West Coast game, which nobody watches. <laughs> like, but like it'll be in that spot where it's like, you know, after President opening time, before oh, the, you know, like at the two o'clock, the time, the time where like most people are gonna be watching. Although they're going up against NFL football this year, so we gonna see. Then they go up against them last year too. Oh, I think there's like a full. <clears throat> 
I don't know. I think they both started encroaching <laughs> on each other's holidays. No, because the NBA still don't play on on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what it was. Because the NFL did, mm-hmm. and you said, yeah, and that's what you said. Mm-hmm. You like because the NBA ain't playing on Thanksgiving like shit. I hear you. I hear you. Also, like to kind of fold it in since we're here, the NBA also will not play games on November eighth, and that is uh, Election Day. So like they're taking oh. off the entire day. They want to encourage uh, people to well, house participate. November election? No, the mid midterms. Midterm elections, November eighth. No games will be played by the NBA. Hmm. Um, so hopefully they, they, and like the NBA is good about like um, voter drives and things of that nature mm-hmm. to where like hopefully they are able to open up, you know, arenas as polling places or place, you know, places for celebrations for, you know, just like getting people excited about vote. Like maybe mm-hmm. hopefully there's more outreach attached to, you know, it's not just like we're taking a day off. So, hey, everybody mm-hmm. vote. Cause like, true. If we really being honest about it, like NBA games usually tip off after polls are closed anyway. So it's not like there's the a direct conflict there. But if you're taking off, it's kind of being aware. It's like, oh, you know, hopefully that inspires more places or places of business to close mm-hmm. on, you, would you know, to allow their employees to vote, you know, mm-hmm. or make it easier for employees to vote. So like, hopefully mm-hmm. this is the first step, like the NBA leading the charge into like more civil engagement. And some people got it in they, uh, their benefits package for work. Like, work allows a certain they amount, give you a of certain time amount of time yeah. mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go vote. Yeah. But it, it isn't universal. And, like, you know, there are certain entities that uh, <laughs> kind of want to discourage voting. So, <laughs> you know, we, we need to highlight uh, NBA in that regard. But, yeah, uh, Christmas Day games. Um, Bucks and Celtics. Uh, Bucks run of home Christmas games ends at two because <laughs> they will be traveling to Boston that, oh that's gonna be crazy that piece of shit um <laughs> can we get some calls bro hey I mean, that's all I'm asking get some calls give us <clears throat> blow the damn whistle for us <laughs> blow the damn whistle you can't get nothing in Boston bro hey bro nothing you talking to the Laker fan like he know exactly just know that that spirit is strong in Boston. I'm just even thinking about just the like. <laughs> I'm thinking about the one even after they left the Bucks. Like Miami didn't came in there and they didn't get nothing. Golden State was in there getting muffed with elbows. <laughs> they ain't getting nothing. Like boy, they don't call shit in Boston. Not for not for. But then uh, Marcus Smart be taking dives and shit, and that motherfucker get every whistle. Oh, bro, they well, bring a lump of coal. Like I do a pre, I do. <laughs> a a I love when he like. <laughs> like with the referees even be looking at him like, come on, dog. Like, <laughs> like I think Clay did it to him in the um in the finals mm-hmm. where he like tried to flop and Clay just like looked down at him and then just wide hit the open three. In his three. Face. Yeah, wide open three. I, even when he did, I was like, damn, what? What? I don't want to see that shit on Christmas. <laughs> oh, because he could be running in front of Giannis mm-hmm. like he playing Frogger, <laughs> 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 and Giannis probably just getting a little bit bigger. To, again, like just to re- go back through the game. So obviously we discussed Bucks, Celtics, Lakers, Mavs. You, you got any feelings on that? Um, no, it's gonna be a good game. Y'all know how I feel about Luca. I enjoy watching Luca play, but of course, uh, you know, I want the Lakers to win. That is gonna be interesting. Should to be a good game against the the Mavs, though. Mm-hmm. I would I would look forward to a Clippers Christmas game. Clippers against who? The the Lakers. Lakers. Okay. Yeah. The healthy healthy Clipper squad but, Oh boy But that's the thing With the Clippers You don't know If they're going to be healthy By Christmas As of right now They are healthy 
As of right Again, now. Again, like, as, as, as of right now, it's going. like, yo, what, five months from now? Boy, boy, boy. And that's that's still, we still waiting on that. Four and a half, my bad. Uh, yeah, no. So, we still waiting on that. See that trio over there? In, well, not trio. But, uh, I guess. Duo. Who's the third? John Wall? Hey. Wall now. Let's go. But, I mean, I would still take Jackson over Wall. But a lot of people feel Which like Wall is, is the pure point guard that Which, they've been looking for. Again, like that just means they got to do it. If you get down to Reggie Jackson's right. world, like, hey. I want John all the best to John Wall, but after Clippers. That's gonna be a fun squad to watch. I too. think I've asked you this before, like Clippers, Celtics. Like who who do you hate? Oh shit, Celtics, Clippers, Warriors, Clippers. Okay. Fair is enough. that is that the top three? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's top three. I'm sure. Are y'all fucking with the Warriors? Um, the Warriors grew me just because of Jordan Poole. <laughs> but um, yeah, when it come down to it, I don't have with the I don't have to say, bro. Because they always in the way, nigga. I mean, they the one year y'all were good, like that was the only year they sucked. So like, yeah, I don't know if they were really was, in the way. Well, like, yeah, yeah. And they got Wiseman at the end of that one, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And yes. Yeah, that was the year. Year after, Kaminga and Moody came in the same year after. That's a wild shit. They got top five picks. <laughs> Just to fill in the back of the roster. Oh, God. Anyways, um, I am excited for most of these games, though, because, I mean, who don't like good basketball on a Sunday? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what day Christmas is. On Christmas. Mm. But if you don't, you know, you got the NFL there, but, I, you know, they don't want me doing cross promotions I think it is like Sunday that. this year, though. Maybe. Okay. But it should be a good time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely tuning in. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so the full NBA, Christmas on Sunday. Um, it is. Okay, it, it is on Sunday. Yeah, it's on Sunday. The full NBA schedule will be released tomorrow, being Wednesday. Um, I think two PM Central. Um, I know we have the tip-off games. I'm trying to find it. So I think Boston plays Philly in the first game, and then the Warriors open the season against. I don't have it. Sorry. Um, I'm not gonna hold you. Do y'all remember who it was? Mm-hmm. I don't. No, but I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. But NBA schedules, mm-hmm. NBA and MLB. You don't care. I don't really give a shit about their jobs. <laughs> NFL, sure, because it's only like six, seventeen games now. So like, that <laughs> yeah. it truly does matter. But the rest of the NBA, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how you gonna you gonna leave us out to dry? They playing the damn Lakers. Oh, I didn't. Ooh. Oh, wait. First. Yeah, the the, the Warriors get their rings against the Lakers. Yeah, oh, shit, LeBron. Oh, that's right. Because everybody was saying LeBron, I'm gotta watch him get the ring instead. And a lot of people want to Memphis. Yeah. Well, like we definitely discussed it in the group. We'll go ahead. I'm like, I know it's in there. I just didn't remember. We we'll go ahead. And give him a, you know, give him an L. That's what Shannon said. About it. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Are right. you? How do you? How are you feeling about your team, bro? Like you gotta, yo, all your teams are kind of in limbo. Hey, bro. Uh, your center fielder in Boston don't know where the damn ball is hey, at. Hey, bro. Then you got the Lakers down here with the shit with Russ hey. and Kyrie. It's, they had, hey, they had a conversation. <laughs> and all then right? wait, and then what's your uh? So your MLB team's over there wilding. Yeah. Your NBA team is wild. We don't know what the fuck going on in Chicago. It, it, they just limited. Yeah, <laughs> we're limited. Yes, like all your teams right it's, now, it's kind of in limbo. It's rough, man. Except I, for except for the Bucks. <laughs> Go Bucks. <laughs> Go Bucks. But um, yeah, bro, I I don't know what to tell you. Like especially with the Lakers, it's like I have no clue, bro. Like I just hope it works. Like 
I could I, ain't, I don't even know what to tell you, boss. You just going in with just all hey, the favorite I've boys. I've watched damn near every Laker game last season, expecting a different outcome, and it never happened. So I am accustomed to hey, I'm just I'm just for the watching. Pray. Pray for the best, bro. <laughs> just no expectations. Just walking in each game. Yes, bro. Just like, hey, I'm not gonna get my hopes up. I'm not trying to get disappointed, especially not with the Bears, with the Lakers, or Red Sox. Ooh, that's a that's a combination for your ass. Right now. Uh, but shout out to the point guard. What she, up, she, Millie? She, she hey, throwing, she throwing lives from the bench in the uh, in street clothes. <laughs> so this is for the baseball. She pulling guy. the mellow. Right. <laughs> she gonna pull up and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm just playing. Right. Uh, she had a question about the Brewers. I'm gonna throw it to the baseball game. Picture. Baseball guys, why are the Brewers struggling so mm-hmm. much? Right I wouldn't even say it's the pitch. It's the we ain't got no bats. We cannot hit the damn ball, bro. We go games where we get two, three hits, stretches of games where we go two, three hits. Like, granted, yeah, we played, um, we traded uh, Hater, but mm-hmm. it wasn't Hater. Like, it wasn't an issue. He comes at the end of the game. But the bullpen, <laughs> you, did you watch the bullpen against I mean, the, the, the against, No, the bullpen been kind of like. That's what our, I'm saying. Our starting pitchers have been getting starting. Good the starting starts. pitchers are good, but the bullpen has been looking trash. They've been kind of giving them up towards, especially the end. against the Dodgers, bro. Come on now, it was looking horrible, bro. It was dog. But doing this Dodgers whole stretch, feasting, bro. it's not just them. Either. Like I said, like at, at one point, it's, it's the bats too. Like we ain't getting yeah. hits. We've had games where they've been close, but like, bro, we we're struggling. But, but to this get is hits. who the Brewers are, though. Like they do this, they start off. They either start off slow and then get hot, or they start off super hot and then they slow down and then they pick up again when it comes around playoff time. This is what they've been doing for the past few years. There's got to be some kind of level under that shit, bro. Because this is exactly how it's been for the. I mean, it's not as like it's it's bad, but they still have time to turn it around mm, and make months. a push. Yeah. So they can still turn it around, but it's just like they but have to do. They have to do it now, though. About a if month they and can, a half because you got yeah. September call-ups and then October is when playoffs yeah. start. But if they continue to play how they're playing now, like it's not looking good. Oh, they got to figure that shit out, bro. Yeah. Like it. It's... But see, that's what I want. With the bats, the bats was there at the beginning of the season, for the first like month or two of the season. Like they was the bats was there. Mm. It's they, the bullpen. The bullpen is, is horrible right now. So did they blow the trade deadline? No, the the prospects have been yeah. clowning. That's the thing. Yeah, that's Jackson thing. Churio down there, mm-hmm. but he's an A. Uh, but see, again, those prospects. That's the, not like what you could do for me right now. The four, somebody got to come out of here with a bat. Somebody got to come out of here swinging, bro. Like we getting these defensive players cool because for a while our issue was we had bats with no defense. Yeah. Now all of a sudden we have good defense pretty much across the board. The defense is really good. We can't hit shit. Yeah. It's like we got to find some kind of balance, bro. And our prospects are good, but they're not like the top of the MLB for us to be giving them up in trades for superstars. Yeah. But then you also have to realize that we also have, he's not the most, I won't call him frugal, but he ain't the most, you know, generous owner in mm-hmm. baseball either. So you got to kind of keep the uh, budget in check. So there's yeah. still small market things working against us. Yeah. And the only way we really can be able to pick up players like that, not necessarily through free agency or giving up a $300 million contract, is through the prospects and catching somebody with like two, three years left. Mm. Brewers fans, like for um, the future, looks bright with the prospects that you have. The, like, tr- if you mm. trust in the system, too. yeah, if you trust in the system, the farm system and everything like that, like the future is bright for the Brewers, for sure. But this season, out, they still going to fight. They still going to be in a hunt. I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think they'll figure out. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Find they, some they, magic. They make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. What I'm they'll do there is different. I'm curious to go bring up in September though for the call ups. Because they probably go bring up one of the AAA outfielders. They have to. I wonder if they'll bring up Jackson Cheerio just to see him. I would. Because he's been everywhere he's gone, he's been hot. Yeah, he's been super hot. So I would. I mean, it could. It, you can't. It's not. You can't lose by bringing him up. Hell no. That's what the whole point of it is for. So, is for you just kind of check him out. Mm-hmm. So they've picked up, I think, two big league pitchers, pitchers. in the what's his name trade, right? Hater. Hater. Mm-hmm. And then they designated one of them, right? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Denilson something. Mm-hmm. And then he got picked up by, I think, Colorado, and he hasn't given up a run yeah. since then. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know people were saying, like, it was weird when they designated him because they're like, why would you trade for him and just then to wave him? Yeah. And, and then for him to cook right. somewhere else. Cooking. <laughs> that <laughs> always happens, though, right? As soon as someone leaves on the birds, they end up cooking the next season I mean, did somewhere he even else. count as leaving there? Well, he, well, I guess he, he don't even count. He didn't get to put his bags down, bro. <laughs> My man didn't even touch ground. Right. They're like, yeah, don't even bother getting on the plane. Like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> Your flight got delayed? Don't worry about it. We're switching it anyways. <laughs> Like, uh, damn. Just to double back to the schedule thing, I just saw a tweet. Um, Lakers head coach Darvin Ham will make his return to Milwaukee when the Bucks host the Lakers on December 2nd. So, hey, Coach Ham. Get your duck. About to go hell. <laughs> well, now you know when the, when the Lakers are going to be in, LA, in Milwaukee. So. Oh, yeah. So I'm there. I'm not missing this year. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> How much it costs? It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I think it is on you, uh, Tim Ken three. All right. Um, let's see. So, a little bit of wrestle talk then. The wrestling. A little bit of the wrestling. Rass. All right. WWE has been looking so much better. It has. Now, granted, Triple H has been in for three weeks, and typically you'd be like, oh, well, the changes is minimal, whatever the case may be. You're not expecting this, that, and the third to happen. But mm-hmm. outside of him bringing back some of his older folk, some people who kind of made NXT bright. Mm-hmm. He's also now pushing a lot of the folk that made NXT bright as well. Yes. But that work going into them has also made the superstars that were already there kind of mm-hmm. kick in and start doing, like looking better, wrestling better, just kind of giving them free reign. So apparently he had a meeting with everybody in the back. It was like, hey, listen, I don't know how long it's going to run, but we'll, we'll listen to y'all. What y'all got, y'all creative. Y'all got writers, y'all got your own ideas, y'all got your own shit y'all been trying to get off. I want y'all to have fun, I want y'all to be free, and I want y'all to be creative. Bring these ideas, and let's see what the fuck we're going to do with them. Mm-hmm. When you have a Raw, even though it hey, yep. <laughs> a Monday Night Raw, <laughs> even sounds better, like, sounds like good Monday more night. specific, <laughs> <laughs> that has a U.S. Championship match featuring Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. It was a really good match. Good fucking match because it's really two great wrestlers, and you kind of get a chance to see how well some of these cats, people that you weren't even thinking about, mm-hmm. wrestle with each other. For example, Champa and uh, The Miz. Mm-hmm. Tommaso's Champa is nice. You don't think to pair those two, but then as I was thinking about it, like The Miz is the vet. Mm-hmm. Miz is a couple of people have come through. With the Miz and then kind of did their own things after that, because mm-hmm. Miz is one of the better promo guys, one of the better professionals, mm-hmm. one of the better, I guess, vets in in yeah. in the and back. He, he so makes people look good. It's not, a, and he apparently he's cool with letting people. Hey, yo, bring him along real quick. We're gonna launch him from here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like think about like all the people that 
have gotten a rub from the Miz, like Daniel Sandow, Bryan. Um, I mean, uh, was it Dolph? Him and Dolph for a second. Well, Dolph kind of had his own start. I don't right. understand his his role. I know I'm not to cut you off, but it's kind of like how Kane used to be, where it's like what they call it like a jobber to the stars like mm-hmm. essentially like you need somebody that has credibility that's legitimate mm-hmm. but like they can take a loss and yeah. don't really change them how you feel about them right yeah. but it's somebody that like somebody that you're trying to push can get get some wins on to legitimize them okay mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of what the miz is too but like the mm-hmm. miz is at least entertaining <laughs> like, I like Dolph. Dolph, he try to be. I don't know. I, it, it gets to me that he's his like, gimmick is Shawn Michaels, too right? Much. Like, he, he finally won with a super kick. Yeah, he was tuning the bed all this shit. I'm like, no, I'm watching it like, bro, really? Bro? I was like, when he let him bro. win with it, I was like, he fought, he won with a super yes, kick. Yes, bro, won with like, the okay. tune the bed up on him, bro. I was like, come on, bro. Like, come on. You still my, my still my guy whole swag, bro. He's like the, Batman now. Got, got the, got the uh, Hulk Hogan just like. Yo, brother. <laughs> you know what, brother? Fuck COVID, brother. <laughs> I feel you. But, <laughs> but you had these cats coming in here, so now, like, Triple H is getting storylines going. Yeah. Like, you have just great, like, making the mid card, like, the titles relevant. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping before. The, I think at the very beginning, I was like, dude, he finna do this. I feel like he finna do this. Like, hell yeah, the Intercontinental Championship and U.S. title should have some relevance. Like, it's a championship still at the end of the Bro, day. I forgot who the IC champ was. Oh, now you know. Yeah. <laughs> who is it? No, I don't. Oh, it, God damn. It's still Guthrie, right? It is still Guthrie. Yeah, Guthrie. that's what I was like, yeah. Still he just beat Shinsuke on Friday. I missed that. That was a damn good match. I, I thought seen, Shinsuke had it. I ain't seen Shinsuke wrestle in a while. But... So you got Lashley as a champ, right? Mm-hmm. You got Gunther as this champ, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to go on these tears, so to speak. Like, they putting on these matches on SmackDown, on Raw, mm-hmm. on pay-per-views and stuff like that. Survivor Series is coming up. Then you're building towards, now I kind of want to see Lashley versus Gunther. You know, now it's making it making mm-hmm. you give a shit again. Okay. Like, it's good. And, like, I'm still not ready to, like, anoint Triple H as the savior and I say that to say like this is kind of like WWE has had these fits and starts over the course of years mm-hmm. but it always reverted back into the same shit because it was the same dude running things so like now it is a breath of fresh air and like you can actually get your hopes up to an extent that it's going mm-hmm. to continue mm-hmm. because it's not all just coming back through events like they were saying like I think you said last week like Vince would forget you know <laughs> flat out fucking forget they, they he would forget that people wrestled he would forget that people feuded he would forget people's names like he was getting to the point where he was so oh <laughs> that's what I was gonna say a little like. bit more diplomatically but yes like he was getting to the point where he was so set in his ways and so like insulated from reality really mm-hmm. that everything will come back to just like whatever he sees in his brain like that's basically what that's, how that's, what's, go. that's so what's gonna go on screen and um uh what's his name Brody Lee mm-hmm. Brody yeah Brody Lee rest in peace but like he was saying that Vince basically like killed his singles push because he couldn't do a southern accent he's like you look like you should you know you should be a southern whatever you should have like wow and he's like what i can't do it that's wild. like i want to i wish i could do that for you but like my voice is my voice and i can't do a southern accent that's a wild shit. and he's like that was the whole thing that killed it for him because like his view of that character was southern he has a southern accent 
Like, and what? if he can't pull off the Southern accent, your entire singles career is done. That's ridiculous. That's wild. That's wild. As From an accent, bro. Fuck what I'm doing in the ring. And the fact that like he was getting great reactions, like people were really behind him. Like, they was. Remember, people yeah, were really huge, behind him. He had a huge fan base. Like think about. Um, People were saying like it should be a triple threat when they had like uh, Bray and Randy like mm-hmm. that year. They wanted to put him in and the match. then that because like that whole story was about like him not trusting Randy like in the Wyatt family. He's like mm-hmm. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. And then like he created dissension and broke him up. And they were like people were really like clamoring for it. Mm-hmm. And like Vince was just like no, nah. nah, I see a, I see Randy and Bray like that's the match that I'm building towards. And like he didn't deviate from that. You can't say wait like this. <laughs> Now nah, we're good. Like, no, bro, that's right. that's some wild. <laughs> that's some wild shit. That is. Bro. That is wild to just my career. What I'm wrestling for. I'm like my my chance is here. Can you give me a southern accent? Mm-hmm. No. Fuck I'm up. good on you, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what? So like that that was what I said originally when Triple H took over is that it seems like this new regime I'm not gonna put it all on Triple H but like this new regime at least understands that hey maybe lean into what these people do good that's what he's doing to help them along as opposed yeah. to looking at like I wanna break you down and mm-hmm. build you up as what I see you as mm-hmm. and can you do it if you can I'll give you whatever you want after exactly that. like you have to earn, like for Vince it was always you have to earn freedom essentially but it's mm-hmm. like I, I there get were dif- it to there were different but there were different benchmarks for different people like you know mm-hmm. Roman Reigns gets a different amount of rope than, you know, yeah. Luke Harper. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not about, like, hey, I'm trying to make you look good and we can try to make money with you. It's, <laughs> no, it's my way or the highway. And if you can't do it my way, then I, w- I forgot who it was. But, like, people have been quoted as saying, like, Vince would rather um, make a dime his way than a dollar somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hey. I mean, he's a billionaire. Yeah. yeah, but you could be like a multi-billionaire, like if you actually like took had like other a colli- right, like you had a collaborative environment. Like yes, the buck still stops with you, but if you're willing to take advice and like actually expand your worldview to include like all these different people mm-hmm. that you pay handsomely <laughs> to contribute creatively. That's the wild part. You paying them to do this shit, yeah. and they just you know rip up a script the day of a show like right before they walk down they didn't rehearse it <laughs> they didn't wrestle they done mad practice and shit oh yeah we're not doing this tonight what <laughs> when, when is um clash at the um castle office like Titan two weeks shit. two weeks ago um the, the ringer wrestling <laughs> uh they call it crooks and Cras- crooks and castles fest crooks and castles crooks and castles like crooks, and castles. crooks and castles damn it should be a fun pay-per-view, though, because I feel like, like... the worst fucking name. Yeah, <laughs> that is. name is horrible. It Clash, is. A, you know that was a Vince creation. It truly is, but <laughs> I feel like because what he did was he took pay-per-view seriously, mm-hmm. that every pay-per-view we build to now, whether it's a major one or a minor one, will have some level of importance, mm-hmm. whether that's to advance the story, mm-hmm. whether that's to get over, have a title change, a dramatic title change, whether that's to... That's uh, what I'm ex- I'm expecting to happen at. Oh, you expect the title change? Mm-hmm. You think Drew gonna take it? Yeah. Both of them or one of them? I, I I thought about two and like how they could do it. Mm-hmm. They have to because it does like you can't have both titles. Why not? Because that just creates the same problem that you have currently. That's what I'm saying. Here. So like now it comes to a point where you have to split them up. Even though they've been talking about like, oh, and that's been the kind of the run with mm-hmm. the promos is I'm I'll be uh, a fighting champion. I'll be here every week defending it every yeah. week. Uh huh. That's what Bobby going hard with. 
Yeah, and he's doing that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's possible because Roman Reigns is still on his part-time schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not even being there. So, it's like, yeah. you're not even able to see your champion. Like, if I'm paying to go see a show, like, I want to see the champ Roman there, that, you know? Oh, over two years, bro. Limited appearances. Yeah. The Usos be there every like week. He basically just, oh, they there every week. They every, they every show. Every, every pay-per-view. <laughs> every house show, bro. They be working. They working, but his ass killing. <laughs> I mean, granted, he he, he been putting in the work. He deserves, you know, that time off. But again, like, as as a fan, as a consumer, like, I want to see the champion. It's like, has that been explained yet? Like, he just signed this new deal that apparently, like, gives him limited dates and mm-hmm. whatnot. There a reason why, or is it just? I don't think it ever came up why he had limited mm-hmm. days. I'm so, like, I, I feel like, like it's something to do with medically. I personally felt like it, but that's just my own personal opinion. Just kind of trying to connect some dots. Mm-hmm. It just it seems weird. like I know he's like in his like he's going into his late thirties now, so like he do, he probably should be like slowing down. But mm-hmm. like it's it seems like this still. is yes that and. It just seems like this is the middle of the story that whatever story they're telling or that they say that they set out to tell, mm-hmm. it feels like it's in the middle of it and like they no. just like now had to switch streams. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, mm, it went from like I'm the one that puts like all the food on the table. I'm the one that you know what I mean? Like really it's was. like I'm the man. Like I'm I'm doing this. Like this co- mm-hmm. co- I put the company on my back. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the, sto- like, the story. That's how it started. Story that they're telling yeah. right. And like now is more, you know. And it seems like creative was driven by this new deal which mm-hmm. he hit god mode though like for real for real like all the shield is really getting their shit off right now yeah Dude. like for real for real it's just like that's why Moxie i'm such killing a, it it was such a heartache when they broke up oh that was that was probably one of the most what <laughs> moments but like, that was that Crazy. was probably like the perfect time to break them up. Right after they won the pay per view the night before. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can't really go out. Like, who else was there left to like? They would they would have just been doing the same shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's only downhill or plateau from there. Like, you mm-hmm. you beat Evolution. Like, that's three WWE Hall of Famers that you just destroyed. Whose idea was that storyline? I wonder. To have Triple H. Plant a seed and take over Seth Rollins from the Shield. Honestly, that shit just came out of nowhere. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like they built to that mm-hmm. storyline. Like it was just like, oh I'm yeah. Just saying, I, 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 I that's what I'm just asking. Like yeah. I wonder whose idea it was for it to be like, hey yo, no, let me go ahead and use the corporate side, mm-hmm. pull them over here, have them turn, and then we go run with pushing him as mm-hmm. corporate Seth. Yeah. And then screwed corporate Seth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like that, the whole authority, like that shit from week to week, like it was, like that was when I was actually watching work week to week, and it's like this shit getting repetitive because it would just be like they open the show, Stephanie and Triple H come out, it cut was a promo terrible. for like twenty minutes, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, like abuse their power. Yeah, it's the same shit. Right, but like, if you look at it over a long period of time, it's like, oh yeah, that was it was beautifully told. But like, right, that's because like you're looking at it like as a promo package where like, right, as mm-hmm. cut out all this, <laughs> cut out the bullshit, <laughs> the filler. Like every week, they it's like, oh well, well that we didn't work for the promo package, so uh, we gonna redo mm-hmm. it. Like say this word this time instead of that yeah. word. Now, it sucks. This will be a perfect time for Cody to be here, bro. But it, it's gonna be so much sweet when he comes back. It's it is. It's gonna be sweet when he comes back. When he comes back. But it'll be a perfect time for him right now. Especially if they're giving him free reign to kind of really just wrestle. Because oh, shit, Ali and uh and uh Apollo Cruz, I believe, were no Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Ali and Cedric Alexander were a tag team, mm-hmm. and they was going against who they go against? Oh, Miz and Chopper. Okay. 
them two are high flyers, like legitimate high flyers. Yeah. But they are both very, very, very talented wrestlers. Like the moves that they can pull off and shit like that is mm-hmm. cool. And then to the match was uh, Ali was doing a 450 splash. Champa came out of nowhere with a flying knee, kicked him mid flip and shit, pinned him, Jesus. took him out. But that whole match in its totality was like, that was a pretty damn good match because mm-hmm. you put these guys who can actually wrestle. And Ali's been like, I'm the best wrestler in the company for a while. Mm-hmm. Let him, okay. Show me. Mm-hmm. Now we have to show me. How many Daniel Bryans do we got here? Yeah. <laughs> How many wrestlers do we got? Here? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody been talking that shit. Now, here you go. Mm-hmm. You have your opportunity. This is your moment now because it's, it's like that temporary phase, that, that, that honeymoon phase. Like, okay, we know y'all feel like y'all been suppressed. Mm-hmm. We gonna let y'all do what y'all want. We gonna ring y'all ass back in later. Yeah. But right now we're in the. Go ahead and get your shit off. Right, we're in the oasis and we're, this is the kumbaya phase. And oasis. This is the representative. <laughs> do what you want with the representative. But the real me gonna show up soon. The real me. Uh, I felt like this is an appropriate button to put on this conversation um, since we were talking about bad pay per view names and bad ideas from Vince McMahon Mm -hmm. the original name for Wrestlemania is often accredited to Howard Finkel Vince McMahon originally wanted to call the show the Colossal Tussle come on dog (laughs) come on dog the Colossal Tussle bro Hell no, The bro. colossal tussle. It can't sound like it's going to be motherfuckers like this. <laughs> put, put them up. Put them up. Grabbing their shirts and shit. <laughs> the colossal tussle. tussle. You just hear this. That's it, right. bro. Let me go. No, you let me go. Let me go. You let me go. Like, bro, what? The that colossal, is hilarious. The colossal. Why did he think that was a good name? That's hilarious. It's going to be the biggest show of all time. The colossal, colossal tussle. tussle. Like wow. Clash, Clash at the Castle, like that's that came from the same brand. He did that. It's overseas, right? Is that why he did? The yeah. Thing? yeah, yeah, the Castle thing it's in the UK. But that same kind of Wales. Oh. I think it's in Wales too. That same kind of which is not too far from what Scotland. Yeah, I mean, like all of it's in the UK on the yeah. same island. So that's why I think it makes sense for Drew to go ahead and win too, because mm-hmm. like he's there. It's down yeah. the street from the crib. Yeah, he over there. That's his. You know, he basically home, and he held the company down. He held it down during COVID. He did. He deserved like if anybody deserved to get that push now or to win it would be a him. Theory. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. I have seen a theory that they make it like um remember I think it was WrestleMania two thousand where they did like the two the two out of three falls match where it's like a triple threat mm-hmm. with I think it was Benoit, Jericho. Oh, you can win. And Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. And he like was basically pissed. like Kurt Angle lost both his titles without getting well, pinned or submitted. Yeah. So like basically that's the way like Essentially, use uh, what's the dude? No, they just brought carrying cross. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like basically, use him to get one of the belts at least off of Roman. If they do that, that's got to be at a big pay per view, though. Well, I mean, this is a stadium show. This is yeah, like they're this trying is to true. build it up as like yeah. this, this is, is true. a big show. Like mm-hmm. it's basically it's not replacing SummerSlam because they obviously just right. did it, but on the calendar, it's replacing SummerSlam. It's more so like uh, the Middle East show that they do. Yeah. Hmm. And they go put on a show because they they're getting paid these dollars for yeah. this shit. Studio, um, stadium, they for the show up. They well, then I can see them doing some shit like I can see that. I didn't even take into consideration that they was doing like the foot, the soccer stadium. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, I can see the pop. <laughs> Are like, you not entertained? Like, dog, that's what I said. <laughs> they're, they're making that car like even the uh, the survivors. Well, SummerSlam car wasn't like wow, but mm-hmm. they made. 
lemons out of lemonade. They made lemonade using the lemons that they had. Mm. Like, and then from that point to kind of just start building from there. Like, I'm kind of excited for this next pay per view, and I've been enjoying the shows thoroughly. Like, yeah, it's been I definitely good. have enjoyed enjoying it. And he bring he's still bringing folk back. Uh, Random, but I want Leo Rush to come back. Why? <laughs> the team back up with uh, with Bobby. Bobby, you like, I think, you like that combination? I like that, bro. Because I feel what, like Bobby needs a manager. Wasn't he like telling him to like point at his ass or something? Like, wasn't that the whole gimmick? What? Point at his ass? Like, Did, I feel, was he doing I feel that? like that, that was like when Bobby was like coming out and like turn around and like bending over. Like, it was a really weird. <laughs> no, really I don't weird. Weird. remember that. Oh, Jesus. Hey, what wrestling you was watching? Shit. Uh, no, I, I think it was one. like, show him your favorite pose, Bobby. And then he oh, when he was ass? flexing? Yeah, and then he would show his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That wasn't too long ago. See? That's random as a, I do not remember that, bro. No, I won't come back show that ass, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> My man go from the almighty to, <laughs> to show an yeah, ass. Oh my That's god. Funny, no, I don't bro. remember that. Maybe that was doing a stretch of skipping bro. <laughs> that man, the ass man, bro. Come on, dog. <laughs> he was a nice wrestler though. Oh Matty ass. He was a he was a decent wrestler. Leo. Leo, Rush. yeah. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be bad if Isaiah Swerve was back though. Dog, him and his crew. S- Swart what? Swart Swart Swerve Scott. for your glory, or Swerve? What? No, what's they? Swerve in your glory? Some shit like that. Him and Keith Lee. That's their tag name. Like nah. Swerve something. But them together, I like both of them together. I was Keith. See Keith. This would be a good time for I Keith was, Lee too. Oh, bro. I was so sad. I was like, I know Keith would come back. Dog, he would kill it right now. You bro. need a heavyweight. You need a champ. He would. You kill need somebody it. in the title picture. He would kill it. Keith right now. Lee, bro. Keith Again, Lee another it. example of Vince like seeing a character a certain way and like a performer like that not being them, and then him just like not getting it and being like, ah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like remember he tried to make him like Bear Claw Lee or something. Yeah, some bro. Like, and the whole time Keith Lee on Twitter like, bro, I did not. <laughs> Pick on, this bro. I didn't suggest this Bear Claw bro This is like, not my on. name They took his music They changed his attire bro Like Everything. His music was cold too He couldn't do flips and shit Like he was doing down there Like he Bro like he really took Everything away from my guy That made him unique Yeah He see a big black dude He's either Shucking and jiving Or he's a big Shucking and driving Shucking and driving that, that one tickled your funny moment. Oh uh, right? yeah, that was funny. Uh, I think so. No, wrestling talk. That was that was I. So Timothy. Ooh, we already talked about that. The Bucks are bringing back their mid '90s uh, purple jerseys for the 2022-2023 seasons. I like that. Um, one, do y'all have a uh, positive feelings about them? I do. I was actually just thinking about those jerseys recently. I was like, oh, man, it'd be dope if they brought back those yeah. old. I like those. Jerseys. Just thinking about those. That's the Bucks colors that I remember. Those are the ones that I that got me hooked onto the Bucks. So I was kind of excited to see that to come back. Are there any other classic jerseys that you would like to see make a comeback? Like not necessarily Period. with the Bucks, or just like any team, any mm-hmm. sport. Let's see. Like oh man, I wish you know the Tampa Bay Cream Sickles or something. You know, like, <laughs> cream Sickles. No. What was the pinstripe? Um, Yankees. Um, the Bulls, Bulls jerseys. Yeah, them jerseys was cold. I I just rewatched the Last Dance. Mm. That was a good ass document. It, it was. Really was, bro. Especially like this time, I got to like actually binge it. So you just like go mm-hmm. like go straight through. through. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Orlando Magic's. Um, the pinstripe. Yeah, those was nice too. I, I like pinstripes. But yeah, both of those are super dope. But you but like you, the red size and shit. Yeah. Fuck the Yankees, bro. <laughs> 
Um, not really. Not nothing. Nothing really comes to mind on any kind of older jerseys that I would like to see. Kind of modern retrofitted. Modern retrofitted. Uh, because the Jazz New Jerseys are so terrible. Like any <laughs> oh, any past jer- <laughs> any past Jazz jerseys just need That's to funny. need to make a comeback because those neon green garbage abominations. Speaking of which, garbage. Spider might still be going to New York. I think eventually, like that's where he's gonna wind up. Like I don't like neither side wants to budge at this point, and Danny Ainge is famously stubborn. So we'll see how long they re-engage on these talks. Well, I mean, like I think eventually it'll get done because like that's the most that's the place that makes the most sense. They have the most draft picks. I just deleted some shit. Oh, <laughs> hit the back button, bro! Hit the back button. It's the back button. Undo it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, like that's the destination that makes the most sense for Mitchell. Um, they have the most draft picks. It's gonna get done. They're probably just haggling over like which young players they want, which draft picks they want. So it'll get figured out. <laughs> so we got a couple. Orlando with the stars for the jerseys for the retro jerseys. Oh, the T Max. Shout to uh, Rise King. Hey, Slide, what up though? What's going on, brother? Um, and then you have. Triple T. Uh, Triple T with the Knicks is going to give up the future that they don't have. The future that they don't They already have. started at the draft, bro. <laughs> they have these opportunities to go ahead and make themselves better, and they consistently do what? things to not. Again, like, I, I feel like the, the Knicks, they've definitely earned their reputation. Yes, they did. But, like, I feel like people look at any move that the Knicks make and just assume, like, it's a bad deal. They traded the 11th, like, I feel like Stephen A. Smith having that live reaction yeah, is uh, what like kind of drove people. No, I thought that about right, well, right away. But I mean, I'm saying like they got three first round picks in the future that they might trade away to. But again, like they can either have one player who may or may not be a difference maker. Like the 11th pick in the draft is a decent pick, but like the average career outcome is like maybe a role player, mm-hmm. like a rotation role player, like not even guaranteed a starter at that point. Like you're basically like looking at a. I don't know Jeff Green You know what I mean Like oh, it's still not, lottery Yes but I mean I'm saying like All lottery picks Aren't made the same So like once you enough. get Past like seven mm-hmm. And really You get past five Like You're not even guaranteed A starter at that point So like You can say Yeah it's the 11th pick Like woo woo But then you got Three bites at the apple Or you have Three cherry chips That you can throw in To get a Donovan Mitchell Who is A borderline All NBA player Which mm-hmm. is better Than anything You would have gotten At 11 yeah. So like I don't I think it's disappointing like as a Knicks fan because it's like, oh I've done all this draft research and like this player I think is gonna be good and this player mm-hmm. I think is gonna be good. Chances are all those players picked after eleven are gonna be trash. <laughs> you know, like yeah. just looking at the the history of the NBA draft, like people fetishize draft picks to such a degree where it's like it's the it's the mystery box. True. Where it's like I, you, it can be anything. It could even be Donovan uh, Mitchell. It, it could be an NBA player. <laughs> right. Like, like it really could. So you can either have Donovan Mitchell or you can have the chance that somebody that may someday five years from now be half as good as Donovan Mitchell. It's like True. I mean Burden the hand versus three in the You gotta look at the GM's draft history, but at the same time it's like like you said, they've earned their reputation though. Like mm-hmm. they've had ample draft opportunities, picks, multiple picks, trades, signed free agents, all kind of shit. Contract dumps. Yeah. Ain't none of that shit worked out for them. None of it so So what full. do they do? Just stop trying? No, but I would think that then 
you would just go with all right we've tried throwing money at it we've tried throwing assets at it mm-hmm. we've tried just doing the shit internally we can't hold on to the asset but mm-hmm. if we could get enough assets internally i would think because everybody everything else they were nobody want to come sign here really like that we got to mm-hmm. kind of enforce their hand or overpay the shit out of them the best way to get a star is to already have a star in the house and if you get Donovan Mitchell, you have that first foundational building block star to get the next guy to come in. Mm-hmm. Is Randall here if uh, Mitchell's there? I mean, sure, they'll have a decent enough team. Like, I don't think that this is a championship core that they have, but, like, this is the move that starts you towards building something Building better. something special. Mm-hmm. But if you trade away this year's pick and the next three picks... You don't have nothing to really continue on that outside of money for free agency. It's that you- New York, and people like people have look at like when Melo went to the Knicks. Like they actually got players to come in and play. Like the Knicks were decent. Like, and shit. like the Knicks were decent when they had people in place. Like yes, James Dolan is still James Dolan, so like that's always you're gonna have to work around that. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody in there that people want to play with, like look at um like. KD's a bad example, but if a player of KD's ilk is like, I'm unhappy where I'm at, get me somewhere, and it's like, oh, wow, we're going to go to a big market, and, you know, but, like, the Knicks currently are like, I don't want to go play with Julius Randle and uh, Jalen Brunson, but if it's, like, Donovan Mitchell, okay, I can win with that dude. Like, it makes it more appetizing. Like, Mm -hmm. the Suns, Chris Paul wouldn't have looked that way, but then Devin Booker like became Devin Booker. And it's like, okay, I can win with that dude. So like, get me to the Suns. Like, it gets you other players. Like, that's how those players like that's what they look at. Mm-hmm. Like market size, and can I win there? And can I win there is so solely dependent on what other players do they have. Like, mm-hmm. who am I gonna go play with? So like, I think I don't think that they should trade every draft pick that they have for you know they will that's the thing it's New York they gonna do some shit like and it's that Dan, it's Danny Ainge so like he's probably holding out for all the, day all draft the draft picks <laughs> and that's probably which is smartly why the Knicks are like right now like no fuck that I'm not doing that because mm. if the Knicks were willing to give up every draft pick they would've this trade would've been done a long time ago Tim said plot twist Knicks trade Brunson and Utah package <laughs> for Mitchell <laughs> like bro what are they doing what are they doing I'm already asking that with Brunson and Mitchell being your backcourt and I think that eventually like they'll have, like if they do pick up Mitchell like they gonna have to get rid of Brunson cause like both of those dudes are really small. Oh, that's a tiny backcourt. It is, and but again, like it's, it's, it's about at this point, it's about grabbing talent, and you can figure out the other shit later, like about mm-hmm. fit. But then that goes back to me saying y'all throwing shit at the wall and seeing what stick. Y'all just throwing assets. It's y'all just trying to acquire whatever the fuck. Do y'all have an actual game plan? Is this a ten year plan that y'all gonna pick up Donovan Mitchell and climb these steps like Eric J said, or is y'all gonna do some New York pick shit, get rid stuff. of all y'all future, and then also cap y'all selves out, hard cap the shit out yourself, mm-hmm. and then can't do shit except for have Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson. Hey man, it has to be stressful being a Knicks fan. <laughs> like I don't personally know any Knicks fans, so if any of y'all listening, y'all Knicks fans, tune in, let us know. Uh, what, you know, what's your thought process? How you feeling? But I don't know. I couldn't, man. Being a Knicks fan just seems horrible. And I'm a Bears fan, goddammit. I was, yeah, yeah. And Lakers fan. Yeah. And, I'm a Bears fan, goddammit. And a Red Sox fan. Hey, bro, relax, bro. I'll be throwing all the teams in there, goddamn. So, I know, bro. We got to kill the Lakers. We just want to chip, B. And y'all were all jumping out the window last year. Like, hey, that championship honeymoon is over. I, well, I'm here now, chip. No, I ain't gonna say all that. Word. I was like, y'all happy Anthony Davis shooting threes. Hey, I ain't gonna. Hey. <laughs> I, I mean, see, I was like, he ain't there with the Luther shit with the lethal shooter, nigga. What? 
I see shooting the threes was never the problem. It was making them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was jacking them up. Hey man, I need that. Hey, he needs uh, some he needs some special serum, nigga, so he don't get hurt. Don't get hurt every fucking. Dude, say, that's what I need. Get that nigga super. That's what he need. Call the call Captain America. This <laughs> I do hope that we have a healthy NBA season because I would love to see these teams at full strength. Like absolutely, we got Philly to open up our season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Philly In Philly So I would love a, a healthy Philly squad yeah. Versus a healthy Buck squad Like That's gonna be a good one I feel like uh, The NBA plays into it But like they try to act Like they don't play into it They're definitely stroking That James Harden Giannis beef A little bit Like they, they put them in Up against each other A lot In like Scenarios Petty ass <laughs> Like James Harden had to watch Giannis get his ring last year Yeah yeah. I, I feel like that wasn't, you know, like obviously it's a rematch of like the great playoff series, but mm-hmm. that shit was intentional. Like, y'all, y'all knew what y'all was doing. <laughs> hey, here for the chaos, bro. And I, honestly, this is like the third time in like four seasons that the Bucks have opened up against Harden because like I think 1920 they opened up against Houston. Last year they opened up against Brooklyn. This year they opened up against Philly. Yeah. James Harden. Ah, that villain. is funny. We, the why? Villain. Why? We don't need to worry about the beard, bro. He's hey. a villain. It's a lopsided ass rivalry at this point. So I'm good with it. Like, keep on bringing them on. Um, I think I picked the last thing. So, um, let's see. Um, Ruffles has signed his first ever female athlete. Um, Las Vegas Aces superstar AJ Wilson. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. That's definitely dope. She's definitely a baller too. So shout out, man. That's huge. Um, and actually, the WNBA regular season came to a close on Sunday. Um, they have another new playoff format that will debut this year. Sheesh. What we got? Um, as the league has scrapped its first and second round buys in favor of a standard three-round bracket format, the first round will be best of three, while the semis and WNBA finals will be best of five. Okay. So starting August twenty, I mean August 17th, which is tomorrow, um, we have game ones in the Liberty versus sky series and the mercury versus aces series so that's two seven and one eight series and then on thursday we have the four five and the three six four five is seattle and washington three six is connecticut and dallas hmm so what was the point of scrapping the uh the teams felt like it was unfair um hmm. because it was like single elimination for like those first two rounds like basically when there were buys like there was single elimination and then uh-huh. once you got to the so, rounds with the oh, first okay. and the second yeah. they didn't like that one and done shit no cause like it's, it's, it's like your, basically your, your, your whole season comes down to one bad game you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's not the NFL where you know like you've had this whole war of attrition like it's a it's a basketball season <laughs> so <it's>, you know <laughs> yeah yeah I guess cause like the NFL is like you're going through a gauntlet Mm-hmm. And with the basketball, that's why I was like, like with those with the schedule drops, I'm like, oh, bro, it's a long ass season, 82 damn games. Like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? I am, I have, at some point in the future, I'm not gonna say when. Um, I have a trip to San Francisco coming up, and I was hoping to see a um, Warriors game. So like, it, the the schedule is important to me because I want to see like <laughs> one, make sure they're there while I'm there, and then also like, hopefully, you know, well, damn, it can't be. Never mind. Um. Yeah, so I'm I'm in, invested in when this <laughs> when schedule comes out so I can book my flight. Hmm. 
Alright, so <clears throat> Mr. Carmelo Anthony is set to have a four-part docuseries on his life and career. You know, we're gonna see a lot of this because now every everything is filmed. Everything. Dude, y'all be thinking about you saying that all the time. Like, what a camera at? <laughs> you said it uh, about LeBron, I believe. Like, everything is being uh, filmed and things like that. But just, I guess you can expect your favorite star at some point or another now to have some kind of docu-series, I would believe. But mm -hmm. Melo having a four-part series. Uh, it is named after Anthony's signature jersey. Seven will chronicle the life and career of the 10-time NBA All-Star and entrepreneur. Starting with his childhood, diving into the good, the bad, and something ugly experiences. Uh, and learnings that shaped him into the man and athlete that he is today. Seven promises to reveal the truth about notable moments throughout Anthony's career, many of which he has never spoken about publicly before. I would check that out. Yeah, oh, I was a Melo fan. In for that. Yeah, y'all know I feel about Melo. I, I, again, I say it all the time. I feel like he should have won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Twenty years <laughs> later, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, to this, to this day. day, I still feel like he should have won Rookie of the Year. I don't know. Whatever I already have the reputation Of being a hater on here I just like With all these Player Produced Documentaries On themselves I'm just like It's What All this fluff Yeah Like it's like <laughs> You're only You're still only letting The story Like it's not a true look At who you are Or what you're about Like it's your approved version of your life story you know what i mean like even the stuff that's controversial or super you know, edited like you know look behind the curtain it's like it's still only what i want you to see like at least with documentaries like in a traditional sense it was about like getting to the truth of whatever the topic is whether that makes the topic look good or bad or whatever just give this the whole story right like it, it's more of an accounting of history as opposed to a pr opportunity to refurnish the the image of Carmelo Anthony you know what I mean like it's the same thing with Jeter's thing even the last dance to an extent like that was Jordan's own footage like he had final cut basically <laughs> on the story so like then you have people like Luke Longley and Scottie Pippen who were like this shit you know what I mean like who are who feel like their portrayal in the story was either non-existent or unfair to them because that's just his perspective exactly like it is and it it isn't I don't know like obviously like we know whose documentary it is but like people still take this as like historical records so, like you're still yeah. only getting that player's perspective even though mm -hmm. you know because it's a documentary like people look at it like oh yeah this must be exactly what happened ah uh, yeah fair fair yeah it's being produced by westbrook um productions which is um a production company that one of the founders is will smith oh, oh really yeah mm -hmm. we at will and jada are the founders of that production company that's pretty cool but I think it like Carmelo's involved in yeah yeah, he's right? involved in so it, yeah. it makes sense but uh, I mean it's still worth a watch but it's just like I, I feel like it doesn't have the same like it, I'm watching it like okay like what what are you really saying here you know like what really happened because like this is your retelling of your story to make yourself so, look the best well Honey Nut Cheerios make it bro <laughs> If it does, then I believe it's more so fact than fiction. Hey, I want to hear KG interview about that whole situation. Yeah, yeah, I said that. that shit. I said that shit. <laughs> it was, it was wild. Is, that motherfucker, he was, because you know, KG got to cuss like every other every word. word. <laughs> that shit was wild. I was a wild boy. That shit was, that shit was wild. Uh, Triple T says Sky versus Aces is his final prediction. Yeah, I agree with that. That'd be a good ass. It would be Sky for the win again. 
Repeat. And uh, Liz Cambage says she's stepping away from WNBA due to mental health, which hey, wish her the is best, legit. Man. Yeah. But definitely. also, like, that's always her MO. I've, I've, I flame out somewhere and it's like my mental health just, yeah. you know, like. I wish her the best, that, man. It's, yeah. it's been bad for her. Hmm. I'm sad about it, but hey. Wish she her been, the best, man. She's been wilding. Yeah. Wish her the best. <laughs> um, after two years of delays, the G League will finally play games in Mexico City this season um, as the Capitanes will make their Capitanes. Home. Mm-hmm. Capitanes. It's like, obviously, the G League, had, they only played in a bubble in 2020, and then in 2021, they didn't want to have to deal with the traveling the border issues. and whatnot. So I, I forget where they played their home games, but it was outside of Mexico. <clears throat> so now they're finally playing in Mexico City. So now they'll be playing in Mexico City. That should be interesting. Yeah, to <laughs> say the least. Mexico City's still wild, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like... Oh, you talking about with the cartel shit they've been doing? Mm-hmm. Boy. I'm sure that, you know, as far as, like, safety in Vegas, Mexico yeah. City goes, like, they'll be, you know, safer than most. But, yeah, it's still Mexico City at the end of the day. Wow. Yeah. But that would be, like, be an interesting experience, though, like, to experience a... Basketball game in, you know, in Mexico City, yeah. American players in Mexico, Mexico City. City, yeah. That'd be nuts. That'd be dope, though. I, I, I go. Um, anything else we got? Oh, young, uh, young Milf Hunter. Um, <laughs> Stiffler's <Jets>. mom. <laughs> <laughs> Jets quarterback Zach Wilson suffered a bone, bone bruise and a meniscus tear in the first quarter of the Jets preseason win over the Eagles. Um, he's expected to miss two to four weeks. Yeah. Well, Joe Flacco is the starter. They said Flacco been looking like Flacco. <laughs> boy, they can jazz all that shit up all they want to. Boy, we have seen Joe Flacco. Oh, shit. Is, is it Jimmy G time? Gimmick, hey. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I will go if, get him. If the recovery doesn't happen the way that they expected to, I can see it. It's because for Zach Wilson because this was they was expecting him to make that jump this season too. Like he was he was everything was lined enough for him to make the jump for him to be the the caliber of quarterback that they expect him to be, and then he has this injury. So that does suck. But yeah, I'd definitely go get Jimmy G. But like I've seen and again, like it was just a tweet. So I don't know like how it you know, indicative this is of the entire training camp, but like there were people saying that Flacco was, if not outplaying Zach Wilson, was at least like close enough to where it was like, well, mm-hmm. shit, should he be the star? You know, yeah. like even before the injury. So mm-hmm. if that's the point that you're at with your second year quarterback, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like bringing in a new starting quarterback is like obviously like the drastic step. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically like a vote of no confidence, and yeah. like that's the beginning of the end. We're moving on from you, right? So like, I guess you don't take that lightly just because he tore his meniscus and is out for a month, mm-hmm. and he'll be back at some point during regular, you know, early in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But if you're not confident that he's your guy, mm-hmm. just that's been, when you make the Jimmy G. Just been sucking for a while. Oh boy, they've been terrible for the a first while. NFL team to officially tank. Yeah, they've been trash for a while now. We'll see how it go because this is uh, Robert Salah's first name, first year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So at least he'll, I guess he's trying to get the uh, defense together. NFL's offseason, so that law like that feels like it was like two years ago. <laughs> <when they hired laughs> no, it's this one. It was this one. Who was that coach before? Adam Gase. Yes. Yep. Ooh. Yes. Damn. Yeah. 
Well, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Damn, that's a, that's quite the project. Quite uh, the project. I think that's all our shit. I believe that's Think, it. man, you have it. In and out in a crisp 90, 90 minutes. Ah. No, any any parting thoughts? Any last last gasps? The last. No, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Let me think. Um. I'm, I'm knowing that I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited for NFL because part of that is because now fantasy season is kicking up too. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. all of the fantasy football leagues is back. I'm ready. Who's who's number one on everybody's board? Sadly, I haven't even thought about a board yet. I have thought about a board, but I ain't, I ain't put no players on it. I, I don't know who number one would be this year. People stop picking quarterbacks so early. Yes. That's one thing that people that Unless if you need like, a tip, I do the do, do not pick a quarterback early. I mean, unless it's the, no, people still grab the Lamar Jackson's, right. Patrick Mahomes, because them cats still put up forty points. There's still, so many other. I understand. Early, I'm talking about people picking like, like first round, exactly. First round yeah, like come on, now. a quarterback like, round, like fifth or sixth, Wallen. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Um, shit. What but we, I mean, like, I guess it's like you know what you're getting from them, and like, yes, I get it that there may not be like that big of a gap between, you know, quarterback one and quarterback. 12 or whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah but at the same time it's like if you get like the ones that are consistently at the top of the board like mm-hmm. and you know you know week in week out uh, you got 30 points from them mm-hmm. but you pick somebody that who's who's who's, who's jonathan from? taylor okay yeah. jonathan taylor i'm sad because that's that's who i had on my team last year i ain't getting them this year <laughs> no but like using jonathan taylor as an example like yes you come into that season like yeah, he gonna be cold. He gonna be cold. So I was last year, and then it's like <laughs> running backs lose it so quick, or they get or they hurt. Pick it up quick. Well, I mean, I'm saying like they or they get hurt. Like it's so much more volatility picking a running back high. Like especially these days, where it's like so many running backs by committee, or you mm-hmm. know, the changes in scheme means that like they run less and they mm-hmm. you know throw more out the backfield or whatever it is. Like you you can go with like the sure thing, which is the quarterback, or you can okay. go for like the high volatility. Cause like then you've just blown a first round pick on somebody that gives you like Raheem Mostert, two hundred you know two hundred points throughout the course of the season. You exactly. know like it's you yeah, know you it's a it's a crapshoot. So like I can understand going for a sure thing. Mm. I wouldn't do it, but like yeah, I can nah, understand. Still, still, I, I, like, my advice don't do it. I think that's the second year in a row. The I'm guy that I grabbed like later just kind of I'm like man no he finna get his money just disappeared on me because I think the year before was Calvin Ridley. I remember it was a fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson, man. Was Wait, is he the one that got submitted? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I haven't played fantasy in a while, but I remember it was a year where I had like Eddie Lacy. I was so happy I got Eddie Lacy first round. That man, shit. Was it the 500 yard? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was coming off of a year where it was like, oh yeah, the, the Packers are actually finally running in the ball. Mm-hmm. and like it. Good old Eddie Lacy. Mm. The only reason I knew about him because people was like, "Oh, you like Eddie Lacy?" I'm like, "Fuck y'all." Dude. I mean, then they pulled up. I was like, "I, I mean, right, right. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I guess. ain't too much arguing." That nigga, that nigga ain't fine like me. Fuck that. You, that nigga, they know where it is fine as my black ass boy. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, that nigga ain't fine as me. Goddamn. I'm glad you love yourself, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at now? Other than that, shit, I don't Sitting at this table? Nah, I ain't that about him. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that about him, bitch. That's going to be no. Halloween. Find me Eddie Lacy jersey. Shouldn't be too go, hard to find. How about you go buy a Packers jersey? 
If I was going for, for Halloween, I wear Eddie. I wear Eddie Lacy. Uh, Eddie. So you wear Packers jersey on Halloween? For Halloween, yeah, I would. If that's it's a, his, that's a, that's a good uh, thing to end on. What what's your favorite or most memorable Halloween costume? Mine, Batman. As a uh, child or as an adult? As a child, like yeah, like middles. No, nah, no, younger than that. Probably elementary. As an in between, uh, I had dressed up as the Grim Reaper. But oh, I had okay. I had the mask. At, well, I had the whole robe and shit like that, but you couldn't see the face either. And I had the sight, so I was just just standing in people's yard. <laughs> you ain't shit. Hey, don't do that shit now. I was trying to get shot. I guess what it's saying somebody shoot your monkey. Wait, because my stepdad had got cool with these cats, and so we was out. Out there Right we was out there So it was the whole Neighborhood's Halloween (laughs) Trick or treat So everybody knew everybody That's funny So everybody was like Oh yeah Oh that's a nice decoration And I was just standing still Looking at them (laughs) 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 Oh shit But again Like you said My mom was like You better stop (laughs) Speaking of Halloween (laughs) Shout out to uh, Camille She wasn't here Remember when she dressed up As As Prince Prince, Yeah Yeah. She killed that shit She definitely killed that Purple rain Yeah she killed that we did decent on Halloween, like yeah. for the Halloween party. Chucky. Who are you? Barry Goddard. Oh yeah. Huh? He's a Harry Potter. Oh, I was like, black Harry his black brother. Oh, his black brother. Why didn't he have the same last name? Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Different daddies. Different daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Their names just rhyme. Hell yeah. Uh, Both mine were like. Hey, Cause I had the hair I just tried to think oh, yeah, Of like ways did, to do it I oh, did Killmonger Yeah, Killmonger, that year. yeah, that yeah I, know, I fuck with the Killmonger That was good You had the tooth And everything didn't you mm, The tooth And then um, <laughs> the When I was in college I did Lil Wayne Lil Wayne Like 2007 <laughs> I would have loved To see that Do y'all that remember um, The show on um, VH1 The Stallionaires yeah. Yes I was one of, I was the one With the long hair That died <laughs> I dressed up as him one year. Oh, that's uh, real. I had the fake little test and everything. I had to, I had somebody had, um, somebody do wigs and have a wig. I was mm. out here, be. So you was real. Stay your dad. Yeah, bro. I had to. Yeah, bro. That I is hilarious. That's all I kept saying every all night. Stay your dad. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's gross, bro. Like I wouldn't know. Nah, dog. Yeah, all bro. night, no, yeah, buddy. It's a good night. Real, real chance of love There we go That mm-hmm. was the name of the show But with that being said This has been Technical Foul mm-hmm. um, If you want to follow Camille on social It's uh, T-A-M-I-L-L-E M-O-A No M-O-N-A-E mm-hmm. But her mom is no longer fancy um, Right <laughs> My You can follow me on Twitter um, At your 2021 NBA World champion Milwaukee Bucks Burner on Twitter that is all that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram, um, on Twitter, um, your 2020. Shit. Gross, bro. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Boy, Sly, I do remember when you dressed in tur- uh, as one of the turquoise Jeep guys. It was at the uh, UWM Halloween party. As a turquoise AJ, Jeep, Because AJ was other guys. Like, no, they had oh, us what? rolling. Hell no. Rolling. I got to see pics. How you pigs. like your eggs? I got to see pics, man. Let me smang it, girl. That's funny. Smash uh, He was that one, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I already Big see it. Like, head, I already it see it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That shit was funny. It was good though. It was it was real good. That's funny. Where you at though? Um yeah, um everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. 
And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catch'em, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Your neighbors gonna know who it is. Oh, the neighbors know you. Talk to me. All right, dog. All right, Trace All right. Talk. See, I changed it up. I couldn't do that. I changed it up. Hey, bro. Talk to me. (laughs) Hey, thank you. Thank you for switching. (laughs) We out, dog. Oh, shit. (laughs) Ass, take him. No. Nope. See? (laughs) Give (laughs) it. Too much. May I please have some more? <laughs> <laughs> Trey Songz, don't say please. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all, you gotta relax. <laughs> he really be like, give it to me. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs>